This episode of Spawned is brought to you by ChoreCheck, a chore management and allowance app to help parents raise self-sufficient kids who know how to manage their own money. ChoreCheck lets you assign and track chores and pay your kids' allowance electronically. Enroll in ChoreCheck Pay today. Download the ChoreCheck app or register at ChoreCheck.com and use the code SPAWNED. They'll actually put $5 on your kids' cards when you order them. That's ChoreCheck.com and use the code SPAWNED. Hello and welcome to Spawn, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Liz Gumpener. And I'm Kristen Chase, and we are the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. On today's episode of Spawn, we're talking about something that's near and dear to us, as you might have guessed, the power and importance of female friendships. Yay, lady friends! Lady friends. I'm excited to talk about this. This is a great topic, and uh, yeah, I could use a little chat about this right now. I think think so. I am the same way as well. And listen, we're going to close out our show as always with our cool picks of the week. Okay, so Liz, yes. I have to say that I have noticed over the last few months since we entered the year 2019 that I've seen a few more photos of you on your social media with you out and about with your friends. Not that you didn't have friends prior to this, but I feel like you're making more of an effort or maybe you have more time to see your friends. So I'm curious to know, was this a New Year's resolution? Is this Was this a conscious choice? Well, you know, we talked about this on a previous episode that my word of the year is me. Yes. Okay, me. And that means all kinds of things, right? And one of that is like really looking at like what makes me happy happy because I think sometimes as women and moms, we put ourselves last. And one thing that makes me happy is being with friends. And I tend to get in a rut like everybody else where I'm like, oh, and I'm tired and it's cold and it's winter and I don't want to go out. And I have some social anxiety, so I will like turn stuff down. Like there's 8 million reasons why I will make plans and then break them. But I just decided this year I need to be more committed to my female friends because whenever I think, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm tired. I could just want to stay home and watch Netflix. John goes, go. Because whenever you come home, you're like, I'm so glad I went. I never regret <laughs> going. I never regret. But I'm like you. I kind of get the dreads a little bit. And it's really just a little bit of, like you said, social anxiety. And you can kind of think of all the things that you could be doing. But in the back of my head, I'm not sure if this is you, but me in the back of my head, I know that once I get there, I'm going to have a great time. It's true. But I just have to get myself there. And when I do, I never regret going. It's like going out with friends and the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I never regret going to the gym once I finally get there. Yeah, I can't speak to the gym, but I can speak to the friends. (laughs) But, you know, there's also a couple factors that I have in my favor right now. One is that my kids are old enough that I can be like, bye, I'm going out and I can leave them. Yes. So that makes a huge difference when you have older kids who are responsible. Like I don't have to be home with them all the time. So that is a helpful thing that when you have younger kids, you don't necessarily have. Yes. Word to our listeners who have younger kids or babies. Let me just tell you that when you can walk out of your house (laughs) without having to have a babysitter, knowing that your kids are going to be fine, all is well, and you can go run an errand or do what you need to do. It is 
magic. It is pure magic. Yeah. And by the way, this is not to make you feel like guilty or like, oh God, I'll never get there. I'm so tired. You know, we talk about how it's good to get a babysitter for date night. Like, yes. I think, again, part of the me thing, get a babysitter to like go out with your girlfriends. Yes. It is so worthwhile. Yes. But I the agree. other thing is, and I also have this going in my favor, as I mentioned, I've started working out of this all women co-working space in New York called The Wing, which I love. It's like my new favorite place in the world. And it's all women. They're working heads down, but they're also like networking and chatting and you can bring a friend there for lunch. I'm going to bring you there for lunch soon. I can't wait. You're going to love it. I keep hearing about this place and I keep seeing photos of you and your avocado toast. Oh, they have the best avocado toast. I'm like fully embracing my inner millennial. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is as part of my me commitment this year, because I tend to work out of home or I'm running around the city at appointments, I decided I really need to get out and work somewhere out of the house where I can be more social. And what I found out is that it actually gives me the opportunity to say to people, hey, meet me here for lunch or meet me here for a coffee. And the same way if I were working at an office, I could just like pop into a coworker's office and be like, let's run out for a minute, get a Starbucks or like, hey, let's go grab a burger and bring it back. Like now I have the opportunity again. It can just be friends in the neighborhood. It can be like colleagues where I want to have a meeting with them. It actually gave me the opportunity to schedule friend time into my day and not just my night because I like being with my kids at night a lot. So I do have those two things in my favor. I know not everybody has those things. It's opened things up for me. And you know what? It makes me happy. Like I realize how happy I am when I'm around incredible women. I agree 100%. Actually, I just went out with a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a really long time last weekend. And I actually used one of those services where there's like the YMCA or for us, it's our local sewing studio. They do a little date night so you can pay for your kids to go there for a couple hours and do art or in our case my kids went sewing and made scrunchies and eye pillows. Is this like a family thing or it's like the kids do some activity so that you can go out on a date? Exactly and it's more affordable oh. so it's it's more affordable than a babysitter. There's one near us in Brooklyn like that too. Like yeah. they, when my kids were really little they'd have these little like sleepover kind of parties where kids would go in their pajamas and play until you know eight o'clock at night and then you could run back drunk and bring them home in their pajamas <laughs> and put them right to bed. Yeah you know it's funny it was a date night but I called a couple of my friends and say, hey, listen, put your kids in this. It's 30 bucks. It's two hours. They'll learn how to sew something and we can go grab a drink and catch up. Those kinds of things can make it a little easier for folks who don't have older kids that they can leave at home. Now, I looked at a little bit of research. I know you did too because you're a data nerd. I kind of am a data nerd. And I'm just fascinated. I have always really felt that this was a gender thing. Yeah. I don't know what you found in terms of your research, but just like my feeling is that women tend to carry the burden of so much in the home. And there, you know, we've got an article in Slate that talked about that. And we'll link everything up, by the way, on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page. But like, it's the mental weight. It's not just like the some of the driving and the stuff mm. at home. And I have a great partner in my house, but I still feel like I carry a lot of the mental weight. And so what happens is that just takes up time. And I feel like my female friendships have fallen to the bottom of the totem pole and I'm dealing with other women who are also carrying the mental weight and so their female friendships you know what I mean so it's like we need someone to rally us sometimes it's nice to have that one single friend who doesn't have kids because she's like let's go out you know (laughs) (laughs) we actually did that I mean this is more a date night thing but a couple weeks ago we had like a random like my kids were away and they were sleeping out for the night and we were like wait we can like 
go out and not just like stay home and order in pizza. Who do we know? And guess who called? <laughs> John Bowen, our awesome engineer, and Kristen, his awesome wife. Because I was like, they have grown kids. They're available. We're like, let's go out. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And I realized I can't think of the last time that I did that. Like just spontaneously call other adults. And like in half an hour, we were having margaritas in our house. Well, it's so hard. I think it's really hard. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, if we're all carrying the mental burden, we all have kids. Like you don't have one person who is the rallier. And I feel like sometimes that person, like the woman who is, you know, working and taking care of kids and really puts her friendships up really high, oftentimes I think can be seen negatively because you're like, oh, she's going out again. Oh, like she's leaving her kids to go out with her friends. Like, I don't know if I'm making that up. Like, did you find anything? Yeah. Look, we all get judged for everything by everyone. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing we should be judged about is like preserving our friendships. Like that's meaningful. Like it's psychologically meaningful. Like it's self-care. Mm-hmm. Like you said, and I said, you never regret spending time with a friend. Like I have the kind of list, right? Where there's the people that are top of mind or they live in the neighborhood. I know I can call them. We can get a coffee or we can get lunch or whatever. And then there's like, you kind of go down the list and there's like the really, really good friends I haven't talked to in years or we both had kids and suddenly it's eight years have gone by and we haven't seen each other, even though we live like a half a mile apart. Uh, Those are the hard ones for me. Yeah, It's kind of like, you know, when you put off a task, it gets harder and harder and harder. Uh, That's a great analogy. Sometimes it feels that way. Like you're going to just have so much to catch up on that two hours for dinner or, you know, three hours going out one night is not going to do it. And it's like, God, I have a couple really close friends like that. And I'm just dying to make time for that. So I I will say as much as I've been going out with some friends, I've still got some people on my list. It's kind of weighing on me where I'm like, I really want to reconnect in person. And I think that's the important thing. Like we all get so busy and we all let tech kind of substitute for IRL friendships and there's no substitute for like hugging a lady you love. (laughs) And there are some research studies that do say that women really need their female friendships. There's one study in the UK that was done a few years ago and they found, I think they surveyed 6,500 Britons is how they refer to them. Britons. Britons. And they found that for women, a lack of friends had an even greater negative impact on well-being beyond just the sort of typical well-being of both men and women. So women, even more than men, that lack of friendship had a negative impact on their well-being. So it's like part of your mental health. It's part of your overall health. And I think this kind of lends itself a bit to the discussion that we've had about self-care, yeah. right? Like when you take care of yourself, when you connect with other people, then you can be a better parent to your children. But I really think that we prioritize our friendships much lower than almost anything else. Like I agree. Our, our in-person connections. It's like we kind of, I don't say take each other for granted, but it's kind of like you go, well, she'll still be there for me. She'll forgive me. She gets it. And so we don't see those people we love most in our life because instead we're feeling obliged to people who we feel like we have to see or, you know, someone who's a a work contact or a networking opportunity. You know, you got to schedule it in like anything else. Like when I have a friend call me and say, let's get lunch Monday, 11. I'm like, okay, I cannot make this optional in my brain. I can't think, well, maybe I'll blow it off. Well, I might have something else. Well, let's try. Let me pencil it in. Like I have to be as committed to it as if it were a doctor appointment or anything else. And I think if you look at it that way, like you're more likely to make good on that, you know, especially with the people that you don't want to take for granted. I agree. I'm looking at this other step 
study, and this I found very interesting. They talked about research that had been done at Stanford and UCLA saying that the research shows that women, even possibly more than men, need to maintain these connections. It actually increases your serotonin and oxytocin, the bonding hormone. I am not surprised because I did see one study about women and men's brains being wired differently. I think it was after the age of 14. I got to find the article. And it said that women have like a more active part of their brain around social function than men do. That's like literally wired into our bodies. The other thing that's interesting, I think, when you look at the gender differences, it's funny because my parents always told me this as a kid and I didn't know if this was true or not. And guess what? I just found some research to support it. So maybe it is. That men tend to bond over activities and interests. Like it's kind of the stereotype, like Fred and Barney went bowling together or whatever. You know, they watch sports together or they're on a team together. And that women tend to bond more over shared emotions and feelings and connections. I mean, I think that's how we met, right? Like online through sharing our deepest, darkest fears and joys about motherhood. It's not to say that men don't also have deep emotional connections and that women don't also bond over things like, you know, sewing club or book club or something like STEM or coding or, you know, anything (laughs) at all. Yeah, I don't want to get like stereotypical Stereotypical, with us. But but that's kind of the stereotype is like, oh yeah, men will go to a game together, but women just want to talk. But you know what? It's true. They do. They do. And there's actually research to support that that's how women connect. They tend to connect like on a deeper level around feelings. And so it would make sense to me in this Stanford research that you're referencing that if you're deprived of that, that there would be negative repercussions, right? Like if your brain is wired to be social. Yes. And we know that we got certain, I don't know, serotonin kicks or certain like positive physiological effects of friendship and human connection that without it, what's the negative? Yeah, you know, and I also think a lot about technology and screen time and social media. And we've had so many experts on our show lately talking about how parents, you know, if they want their kids to be on their phone less, then we need to be on our phones less. And they all, I think everyone we've talked to has stressed the importance of in-person connections. And that's been one of the downsides that people are seeing about technology is that as much as you are connecting with other people online, on social media, message boards, that there is nothing that can replace that in-person connection. Like you said, the lady hug, looking someone in the eyes, like all of those things are so important. I mean, go back to the screen time stuff, right? For years, there's been evidence that if you have kids learning from a teacher in real life, like a toddler learning how to put a set of blocks together or something versus seeing that exact same lesson on the screen, they don't process it the same way on the screen. They get it much faster and much better seeing it in person. So there like really is a difference in what happens to how we process each other by seeing a smile in person as opposed to on a screen or like hugging that person and knowing they're like reacting to you or laughing at your jokes. Like I think that stuff matters. And I think we just don't prioritize it, like you're saying, or we think, well, I just texted her or, you know, I DM'd her or I liked her on Facebook so she knows I'm there. I think it's kind of a matter of going one step further. Right. And like, just make the phone call or instead of just thumbs up or sad face on someone's sad Facebook thing, like reach out and write to them or DM them or like make real contact. Yeah. I think a like or a heart is just not a substitute for a relationship. And it's easy to get caught up in that. 
Also, I think women are rock. Like, women are awesome. I don't know if this is, like, a horrible thing to say. I've never trusted women who are like, oh, I don't get along with other women. <laughs> I think it's weird. I think you're around the wrong women. No, perhaps. I've seen that. And maybe it was, like, an advertising thing. But I remember a lot of women who were like, oh, I've always had all male friends my whole life. There was that woman who was on the first episode of Queer Eye. Oh, that's right. Like, in season yes. three, right? And she was like, I never had female friends. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Go out. Meet female <laughs> friends. And sure enough, that's what they did. They introduced her to all these women. Because the guys knew. Yes. They were like, look, lady, you need to like spend time with women because it's important. And I thought, yes, it is. It is important. I don't know. Maybe if you're not spending time with women, you just haven't found the right women. You know, I am just so fascinated by the whole gender split. And I know that we've talked a little bit about this before, and I think we might disagree a little bit about it. But I just have this feeling that it has been more acceptable for men to do their like men things. It's like, oh, hey, honey, I'm going to poker night or like I'm going to golf or I'm taking a golf trip with my friends. What do you mean by acceptable? You mean like I, society? Yes, societally. Yes. It's just like a thing, right? That's just part of what we do. I feel like when women do those kinds of things specifically now, I'm not talking about women in their 20s, women who don't have kids. Let's talk like 40 year old women with children working jobs and they're like, hey, we're going on a girl trip. Not that people look at it negatively, but I feel like it's more of like a thing. You're like, oh, wow, you're going away with your friends alone with no kids. You know what? I don't. Is that am I right? Far off on uh, that? Look, again, to our earlier point and to the topic that we've discussed eight million times in the past, women are always held to a much higher standard when it comes to like caregiving. And that if you see a woman who seems to be out with her friends a lot, be like, well, who's with your kids? When a dude is out, like a dad is out. They don't go, well, who's raising your kids? <laughs> right. Who's watching the kids tonight? No one says that. But I, but I do think that there is a history of women get-togethers. You know, if you think about, like, in the mid-century, the 50s and 60s, there were, like, the ladies who lunched because they weren't working. And, you know, like, the whole Mad Men era of the women hanging out at each other's houses and the whole ladies' night at bars thing and girls' night out. And I think that women do get together and do things. But I think, in general, women tend to be looked down on for all kinds of reasons, especially mothers. And I think maybe it's seen as like less important or frivolous yes. or silly. Yes. Like the idea that yes. you're going to get manicures with your friends. It's like, <laughs> isn't that cute? As opposed to like, you know, dudes wasting their money like playing poker and mm -hmm. like smoking cigars. That's considered like manly and cool. But they need to blow off steam from their hard day at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to blow off steam but with my toe in a bath and yes, with pretty steam polished. on my back. <laughs> So I guess I see what you're saying, that like society might kind of perceive men going out as more positive. I don't know. I, I mean, I can kind of see it both ways. But I, I think you have a point that women in general, like the things we talk about, the things we care about are often marginalized. Well, when you brought up that study that talked about like men are more drawn to activities and, you know, we can just sit around and we'll, we'll talk about our feelings. Like we don't have to necessarily be doing something. And I realize that, yes, you're right. There were book clubs and sewing clubs and all that kind of stuff. But then I think, oh, well, is it just because they're like, well, why do they just need to sit around and talk to each other? Like, they're not really doing anything, so it must not be important. I don't know why my brain is stuck on that, but I, I find it fascinating just in my own life as a way to prioritize it. Like, just sitting around and talking to your friends at a bar or a restaurant or a library very quietly, like whispering like this, <laughs> is important. Like, you know, and you don't need the research that we've said. I have never had a girl friend date at a library, I will just say. I haven't either. But if you recorded yourself, it could also be an ASMR. 
video. No, don't do that because you know how much I hate that. I cannot have any girlfriends who like ASMR. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> it totally freaks me out. So what are some ways that people can foster or nurture female friendships? Because I think it's nice to talk about, and I know we both have older kids, so it's become immensely easier for us to do this in our lives. But for people out there who are like, ugh, like I just can't even add another thing, or I don't think it's possible, or like, what can we say to those folks? Okay, so one, yes, you can add another thing. Yes. Like make it a priority. If it's important to you, if it's a priority to you, make a list. Like look back at your calendar for the last month. I mean, I write down like everything I do and every appointment I have. And if I'm like, wow, I haven't like gone out or done anything social with girlfriends in two months, maybe it's time to do something. Yeah. Or if everything is for your children, like I look at my calendar and I'm like, hockey, field hockey, horseback riding, sewing lessons. I'm like, wait a second. What about me? I need to have one thing. The ratio here is really off. (laughs) Oh, and here's the other thing, as long as we're talking about this. I think the other thing that happens, particularly for moms, is that we tend to find friends through circumstance, right? Yes. Like the class moms in your class or the people in your neighborhood or the people who are in your new moms group or the people who are at ice hockey with you. You are very lucky if they really become great friends. Yes, they're your people. Yeah. Usually it's like, okay, now that hockey season is over, like you're not going to see those people again. Yeah. And so I think that's the other thing is we shouldn't confuse like real friendship with yes. um, That's such a great camaraderie. Point. I don't know what's a good term for it. Like socializing. Socializing yes. is not the same as friendship. I think that's a great point because I think especially as our children get older, we are lumped in automatically. Like we're sitting with the other moms while our kids are taking ballet or like you said, hockey moms. Like I am surrounded by a lot of different parents and I'm friendly with them, but they aren't necessarily friendships you know, that I feel like I can foster. Maybe they could become friendships that I would foster, but there are those people in your life. You know who they are. They're your ride or die or ride and die. What is it? Die and ride? Ride, ride or die. die. Ride <laughs> or die. Don't die. Just ride together. Right. Safely. They're the ones that you call <laughs> to move the body, you know, and those are the people. Those are the people. Yeah. And I love that distinction. I think that's a great distinction to Thank make. you. Once in a while, you know. Oh, yeah. I have What's a good one, idea. Just something, once in a while. something comes out that makes sense. So I like the idea of the date night thing, right? So yeah. utilizing that because some people can't. It's like really expensive. It's like, how do I get a sitter? Do I do a you date know what? night with my. You don't have to get a sitter. First of all, if you have a partner, they can stay home for a night. The other thing is do a co-op babysitter night share with like your friends and neighbors if you have them or other, you know, kids in your class. Say like, okay, this Friday night, I'll take these two kids. And then next Friday night, someone else's turn. And then the third Friday night, someone else's turn. So everyone gets one night. I'm glad that you brought that up because when I lived in Atlanta, our neighborhood, I was not part of it because it was a little difficult for me at the time with a husband who was traveling. But our neighbors all did it and I thought it was brilliant it was so so smart I mean it just saved everyone a ton of money because the parents would walk over they would watch the kids in your house while you went out and then that's so great it was great it was so great it is it's really smart and I know people have done that with great success we even read about on Comompics once I think like how to do a babysitting co-op and yeah so it does not have to be like a expensive thing by the way the other thing is schedule it in and make it feel like a commitment because 
because I know, at least with me, if it's in pencil in my head, you know, like this is a maybe thing or let's try or let's shoot for it or we'll see how my week is going. It's not going to happen. I just know myself. Like I'm so fast to like find 8 million reasons that other things are more important. And so if I make it a priority and I put it in ink, proverbially speaking, you know, in my phone, <laughs> that I am more likely to make good on it. And I think as with anything that we kind of put off or like any task, even good things that we enjoy, to your point, it's really important to think about how you feel afterwards. Yes. Like, will this make me feel good? Do yes. I come home feeling like refreshed and rejuvenated? Do I feel like positive? Do I feel like I've gotten positive energy out of this? And you will. You will if you have the right friends. Yeah. Use that as the impetus to make that appointment. I always say to plan way ahead. You know, sometimes just having it in the calendar and if it's more than one person, you kind of have that guilt of like not wanting to cancel on everyone. Like that kind of helps me too. Like if we've been planning something for a while, then I feel extra guilty canceling. You know, like sometimes if it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, let's meet for lunch. I can easily be like, oh, sorry, I'm really busy. But if it's like, hey, we're all going to go downtown and like do a little bar hop, then I feel really bad if I cancel. Buy the theater tickets in advance. You know, yes. do something where you're locked Truly. in. <laughs> I think that's a great point. Yeah. You know yourself best. So if you know that you tend to cancel out, like if you spend a little bit of money, um, you're probably not going to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other thing is you can kind of prioritize. I think it's good to go through your address book and think, okay, here are the people I see a lot. Maybe we're like in the same business or maybe we're in the same neighborhood. And for whatever reason, I see them often. I think it's also good to like dig a little deeper into your address book and be like, who do I miss? Yes. Who sparks joy, Kristen? Oh, are we con marrying our friends now? Yeah. Damn, Liz. You're ruthless. No, I'm not saying get rid of them. I'm saying prioritize the ones that you love. You may see a name. And the second you see that name in your address book, it may be someone you haven't seen for years. Like you just know that feeling like you get, it's like being in love, right? Like your heart starts going and you feel flush and you just feel happy just thinking about that person. Yes. Pick up the phone and call them and make a plan. In fact, I got two people in mind right now that I, I'm going to like go do that tomorrow after this. See? Perfect. Um, The other thing that I like to use is technology to stay connected. And I know that it's not exactly the same as seeing someone in real life because for many of us, we have friends that live far away. However, there are so many great tools. I mean, simply FaceTime, if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you know, a Mac of any kind is great. I have been using Marco Polo, which I know we had a recent guest who picked it as the cool pick of the week. And it's awesome. I use it with one of my good friends who actually doesn't even live that far from me. But again, with busy schedules and sports and everything, we don't get to see each other as much. So we Marco Polo pretty much every day. And you basically just record videos and send them. Or you can watch them real time if you happen to be on the app, which is rare. Uh, you know what? I have to try that. I have a group of friends who all do that for each other. And honestly, I have not gotten involved because I feel like it's one more thing to do. But I should probably Let do it. Let me tell you, I <laughs> felt exactly that way. In fact, I told my friend, Tina, I was like, love dude, I don't need another thing. I don't need another thing because you know how much we look at, right? Like all the apps we look at, everything that we have to use. I love it. I love it. I love it. You just, it's so fun to see someone's face. It's fun to hear them talk to you and whatever they're doing, whether they're telling you about their day or just checking in on you. I love it. So I highly recommend using something like that if you want to stay connected with friends who are far away. Here's the way I would think of it. Go one step up from whatever you normally do. So if you normally just like people's posts on Facebook and that's your relationship, leave a comment or send them like a direct message. If you normally text someone, 
call them. Yes. Or, you know what? Voice recorder is awesome. Like, it's so, like, refreshing and fun. Like, I know sometimes people are like, I don't want to, like, no, have to talk on the phone. No, it's great to hear someone's voice. Yeah, like, leave the little message thing that comes automatically on iOS yes. and, like, say something and send an audio recording. So just, like, step it up by one. If it's somebody that you tend to FaceTime a lot, then, like, make the in-person date, right? Make the plans. So maybe that's, like, one way so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Like, we're not saying go out and start ignoring your kids and have girls' night out every single night of the week. But I think it's important to find little ways to bring more of your female friendships into your life. Think of it as prioritizing yourself. Absolutely. Not just prioritizing your friends. It's not something you're doing for them. It's doing no, something it's, for yourself. It is selfish and good. <laughs> it's good to be Here's selfish. selfish. Here's the other reason I like it. You know, women get such a hard time about a lot of the negative stereotypes about women's relationships, right? Like they're so hard on each other or they're catty or they're bitchy. And like there's something so reassuring and wonderful about great female friends that makes you go, you know what? All that stuff is crap. It feels good to be able to say that. <laughs> like women are great. Women are great. Yep. And when you find the right women, you know, we've said before that you kind of take inventory of your friends, look around you and mm -hmm. see who you're surrounded by. And that really is a good temperature check of how you're doing in life. And if you're in a good place in life, you have really good people in your life also. And you know what? If you don't feel like you have those people, maybe you have to take a step back and wonder why and what's going on so that you can work that out so you can bring like really positive energy givers and mm -hmm. good friends into your life. Absolutely. Well, listen, friend of mine, hopefully I'm going to be able to see you soon. I know. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen you, you in, in person either. Well, we talk all the time. We're we on do. the phone and we text we like, all day long and we do this. But you know what? Every time I see you in person and hug you, I'm like, yay, yay Kristen. I know. Like, it's just all right. A so feeling. now we have to. We just did a podcast about this. So we have to set a time in our calendars where we're going to see cool. each other. Come uh, to the wing. I'll get you avocado oh, toast. Oh, yeah. There we go. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So listen, we're going to link up all of the research. If you are a data nerd like us, we'll link everything up on our podcast page on Cool Mom Picks. And we will be right back with our Cool Picks of the Week after this. Kristen, I am so happy to welcome a brand new and very cool sponsor, because we only have very cool sponsors, Chore Check, which is super cool. Have you looked into this? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what's funny is that we get so many parents who ask us for allowance and chore tracking apps. So it's pretty awesome that we get to talk about this one because it not only lets you track your kids' chores, but you can actually pay their allowance electronically. How awesome is that? It's really cool. I mean, it's like one less thing for you to deal with. How often are your kids like, mom, I need my allowance. And you're like, I have no money. Or I'm like, here's a 20, bring me change. And I never see the change again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just me. Well, I know so many parents have a really hard time keeping up with it. And it's a really important thing, at least in our house. I really want to make sure that my kids understand money. They know how to manage money. And I think this is a great way to start. And actually, Chore Check, it's the only app of its kind that allows parents to incentivize their kids to do their chores with allowance on a safe and secure prepaid card. So your kids are getting that experience too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, it seems like it's not just teaching them to do their chores and to earn money and get paid for extra responsibilities around the house, but also how to manage that money, which is, that's pretty great. It seems like it's solving a lot of different problems that parents always ask us about. So um, I'm excited to learn more about this myself. Yeah, and get this, our listeners who go to chores Check.com and enroll in ChoreCheck Pay and either download the app or register at ChoreCheck.com. If you use the code SPOND, 
when you enroll in ShoreCheck Pay, you're going to get $5 on your kids' cards when you order them. How awesome is that? That is. Although, you know what? They should give it to you. Like, I'm signing up, and I'm rewarding my kids for me signing up. <laughs> <laughs> you do know where the allowance money comes from, Liz. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. No, I think it's really great. So just visit ShoreCheck.com. Use the offer code SPOND. Download the app. And hey, five free bucks right to your kids' cards. That's a good lesson in money management right there. All right. It's time for... Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! Liz, tell me about your pick. So here is a completely random thing. <laughs> I love when <laughs> you do Which is my favorite things. kind of Cool Picks. Okay. Okay. Someone recently sent me a video. It's about a month old, but I have not seen it because I'm busy doing other things. <laughs> going out with friends. <laughs> you know, The Voice, the show The Voice. I yes. don't tend to watch it much. But there's The Voice Kids. And I believe it's in Germany. I think it's a German adaptation of the show. But on The Voice Kids, there are these two young girls, Mimi and Josephine, who do a cover of Radiohead's Creep that oh. is like the best thing I've seen in so long. Have you so seen good. it? It's goosebump inducing. I don't know how I haven't seen it, but someone shared it with me and I watched it three times in a row. It's, it's amazing. so good. It's good. We'll link it up, but you can find it on YouTube. If you just look up Radiohead Creep cover The Voice, you'll find it. But we will leave a link to it. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Really I don't good. even care if you don't like Radiohead. To see these two <laughs> young girls performing is like, it's outrageous. And it look, is. it's hard to do a cover that may be better than the original. This is up there. Oh, all right. Great pick. Well, my pick of the week. By the way, Kristen, yes? how come you didn't tell me about it? <laughs> You know, usually you send me that. Kind I of stuff. know, I know. I don't know why. It's like I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I inundate you with so much stuff, so I didn't send you that. I like but, the stuff, but yeah. All right. Well, now yeah. I know. All I'm right. going to send you cool covers. Now, how about you? What's your cool pick? Well, I think my pick would also be your pick, and that is the show Shrill <gasps> on Hulu. I watched it because right? you told me to, and oh my gosh, <sighs> it's amazing! Amazing. So it's six episodes. It's based on Lindy West's memoir called Shrill, and it stars A.D. Bryant, one of my favorites on SNL. She is awesome. And let me just tell you, right? Isn't it the best thing ever? Speaking of female friendships, by the way, the friendship between Annie, who is A.D. Bryant's character, and her roommate is... Fran. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. This show, honestly, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It is really a very powerful show. I honestly feel like everyone should watch it, and I'm making my my teenager watch it because I think it's just that powerful. I think that's a good idea. Now, I will say by a lot of parents' standards, it's a uh, very adult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the content. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There's a lot of <laughs> sexual and crude humor and yes. language, but you know, we have teens who have heard it all at this point. <laughs> but yes. no, it really is good. The writing is exquisite. The acting is so good. The music. Oh, God. It's oh, so good. I know. And it's, it's only so like, great. it's only what, six episodes? I watched the entire thing in a weekend. Yeah, you can do it. 180 minutes because I'm a mathematician. Seriously, set aside your time. You know what? It's a great thing to watch with girlfriends. Make it a girl's night and sit around and watch it. It's really, really good. So anyway, that's my cool pick of the week. That is a good cool pick of the week. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Spawn. This was fun. I like talking to you. It's kind of meta. Like I get to talk to my friend about friends. Absolutely. And huge thanks to our engineer and my sometimes margarita drinking partner, John Bowen. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, listen. We love hearing from you, friends, listeners. Here's what you can do. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars is fabulous. Thank you very much. Make sure to subscribe. You can do that right now while you're listening to us. And also be sure to save or download our episodes. And Liz. Yes, Kristen. Let me ask you this. Have you joined our Spawned podcast community on Facebook, Liz? I am not only the founder, I am also a client. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Spawned podcast community is just like Hair Club for Men, only nothing like it is. (laughs) No, it's wonderful. It's a great place. Like, I love hearing from all of our listeners. They've all come up with such good ideas and just like asking each other questions. And I kind of like when they just go off and chat without us. It's really kind of neat. Yeah, so you can search for it by looking for Spawned podcast community on Facebook. We will also link it up on our podcast page on coolmompics.com. We would love to have you join us chat about everything that we talk about on our shows and anything else you want to chat about. You can ask us whatever you'd like, whether we answer everything or not. That depends on the question, but you're certainly welcome <laughs> to try. We are pretty engaged over there. I'd say we answer stuff. Yeah, we totally do. You know why? Because we're good friends. And if you want to be a good friend, tell a friend about Spawn. Yes. Thanks for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.